What percentage of people do you think? <laughs> w- do you think that the density of people that can read music in America is higher than the density of people that can read music worldwide? I think probably worldwide could probably read music more. I don't know. Actually, that's a, that's a great question. That's a really good question. I can't read music. I just like chord charts. You can't read music? No. I'm trying to think like, like at all. Like you don't even know like the basics. I, I mean, I learned the basics, but like, okay, but like, well, yeah. If I was given right. sheet music to play, I'd be screwed over. Like, I'd be screwed to try to. But if I gave you, if I gave you a, a piece of relatively simple sheet music in like three hours to kind of figure it out, if it wasn't anything too complicated, yeah, I could figure it you, out. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Not not somebody that can. If I knew sight read, uh, here's what I would need. All right, what's the first note? What is the very first note? Boom! All right, I'd figure it out. The first note of like the, if I did like the song, a, like okay, when I'm trying to look at like the first thing or whatever, I'm like, all right, what you, you don't know what the the notes are on the brother on the thing. I it was I had in air quotes two years of piano lessons before I was told and when I was sixteen, hey, we need you for a middle school service. I'm like, but I don't really play. Well, how long have you been taking lessons? Two years. Oh, that's plenty. Just go. And to which then I'm like, all right, abandon that. And then just doodle chords on Google every single morning okay. on a Sunday. Okay. That's what. And, that, that's and what's now, been getting me far. From now, now to where I'm at, at the year 23 of living for myself, that's where <laughs> that's how we've gotten in this place. You probably wondered how I've gotten here. Yeah. Well, here's the story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Walker, can you read music at all? Uh, yeah, I can, actually. Nice. Do you Just play any instruments or sing at all? Trombone. I forget that we were both trombone players. But the reason, but you asked that question, I was thinking of trying to think of how many people were in band in middle school or high school because that happened. I yeah. mean, that happened for thousands of people. So. I think you got to think Probably of all millions. the people that were in middle school or that were in band or choir, chorus, yeah. oh, because of course, because they had like music, music. Yeah, like they didn't just have, um, or even like jazz club. <gasps> Yeah. Or even people that had parents that played music. I mean, I feel like density is probably pretty high. Yeah. But also, it's hard to retain all that stuff, too, though. Well, I mean, like, I could tell you, like, what the notes are and stuff, but I couldn't. If you gave me an hour with a book, I'd probably remember it a whole bunch. A lot yeah. more than what I think. Do you remember yeah. whenever I sent you, uh, when it was that Saturday session with Leonard Jones, when I sent you the... Uh the, uh, the sheet music, the sheet music that like, he had. I was like, buddy, you can forget this. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, you like, are way ahead of the curve. Well, first off, I ain't even playing this. Sunday, you are so mistaken, out, sir. Second of all, <laughs> this first things first, we need to establish, I can't read a lick of this. <laughs> Second thing, it's good when, because I'm not playing. And then when the statement goes, I try to write the hardest songs on the planet that only very few people can play. What it's in like, the world? Bro, what? what do you gain from that? That's know. weird. That he's... Better than all of us combined, and I'm like, hey, I'll, chief musician, I'll give you that. During during coronavirus, the man said, "You know what I want to do? I want to take." I'm bored. I'm going to write a symphony. I'm going to write a symphony, which is peak band nerd. Mm-hmm. Like I I was in band with a bunch of kids, and the biggest band nerds would be like, "I'm going to go home and write music." It's like it's not very good. Which I will I will admit, <laughs> you know. You do that, you know, because you're passionate about it. And you do that because you know the first hundred pieces that you write is going to be trash. And maybe eventually you'll start figuring something out. It's practice. But, you know, practice makes perfect and stuff. But I feel like if you're writing a symphony, you are a symphony writer. 
Mm-hmm. Like you're someone that like is, I can't fathom. You're doing it on with the uh, intent to like sell it. How long do you think it takes to write a symphony? Months, I would assume. Yeah, months, months years, months, years, whatever. Depends. I don't think he had finished it yet. You could know. tell me that like Beethoven wrote one of his most famous symphonies in like seventy two hours. You could also tell me that you know on average it takes somebody. 24 months, two years to, to complete like some people first just, draft. Obviously, some people are freaks and they just have an ear for music like that. Yeah. You get one year with these two at their best. Who are you taking? You get one year to win a Super Bowl with mm-hmm. these two players in their primes, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Who are you taking as your quarterback? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Unanimous. I mean, it's just – I love Peyton Manning. I, you know, I, I think Peyton he's Manning. a great glue guy, but, you know, Tom Brady. He's not the GOAT. What well, about one of the pe- one of those people can put all of their Super Bowl ring has to put all of their Super Bowl rings across two hands. It's not Peyton Manning. No. Um, follow up question. Same question. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Tom Brady. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has only done it once. It's the fact that Tom Brady has done it. I he agree. did it for a long time also. at um, New, New England, England mm-hmm. and then moved to Tampa Bay and did it the first year there. I say Tom Brady also, by the way. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the thir- second? Second. Shout out to Someone Aaron Rodgers, though. His arm is insane. Honestly. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers. All right. All right. Same question. Um. Uh, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> That's a good one. Josh Allen, so I don't have to deal with Patrick Mahomes' brother. <laughs> that defeats the Even whole purpose answer? of the question, but sure. Well, think about it. it. You have one year, but then that's one year of Jackson Mahomes. I think Josh Allen, think about it. Josh Allen, if, so let's flip it. If Josh Allen wins that coin toss last postseason, the Bills win the game, not the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. They're both freaks. Uh, yeah. St. Patrick Mahomes, I think. Patty Mahomes? Because his field vision is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Take Josh Allen. I respect it. Because I love Josh Allen. The way he basically fits that football in like the smallest windows mm-hmm. because he throws it so daggum hard, it's incredible. Tua Tagovailoa, healthy, or... <laughs> I love how uh, that. I mean, he's, he's got a fact. Uh, or Joe Burrow. Super Joe Burrow. I was say with Joe, because I think Tua is having the year he's having because of the receivers he has right now. I yeah. said Joe Burrow. Joe? You give, you give, Joey B? Think about it. So, Joe has Jamar Chase, obviously. But if you also then throw in Tyreek Hill, it's like the numbers, it's up, hard. The it's, numbers he'd be putting up. It's hard to it's, lose. It's easy to be a great quarterback when you're throwing a Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it is. It is. It is, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, all right, everybody. Welcome in, everybody, to another week, another Tuesday edition of the GOAT Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. I'm Walker Kirk. This is Nick Gordon. Let us know what you thought about that, uh, our discussion, the cold open, uh, especially talking about these, uh, these quarterbacks and these, these different players. Let us know. Give us a question. We like questions like that. We like hypotheticals. Nick may not, but I think if it's the right one, Nick will be down for it. Uh, that I was, literally in the that one that good. read that. Li- Nick is literally the one that he wrote. Is, I was he, that, that happened. Dumbfounded. I We're, also was a little surprised you. Right, right. Oh, so Tate's being on Twitter at the right time. Exactly, time. Uh, exactly, true. exactly. So, but like I said, we are here for another week, another edition of the Goat Podcast. 
How we doing, gents? Casio. Doing good. Nick? Bro, I'm fantastic. I had a wonderful weekend. I missed Thursday's episode because I was at fall camp with my church with the youth. Christian podcast. I love Bro, it. freaking great weekend. I got no sleep, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> there, you there you go. Fantastic. Sometimes you just need to go out to a log cabin, to nice mm-hmm. campgrounds. Mm-hmm. Get away from the distractions. Get, get away from all the distractions. It is peaceful. Focusing on the right things, having great, having a great time with great people. The association go. goes a long way. So, yeah, there you go. Beautiful time. Loved it. Can't hate it. Can't hate it. Not at all. <sighs> you guys just want to jump into uh, our our first segment where we uh, you know we kind of recap some some of the football games from from this past weekend, week mm-hmm. seven, mm-hmm. week seven, quite a week in football. We're going to talk about one game. Foot. There's Every, only one game. Everybody out there, we're, we're we're only going to talk about one game, and it's guess what? We're not going to shock you with it. We're not going to surprise you with it. It is. The Tennessee Volunteers victory over the Alabama Crimson Tide. It feels like 98, boys. Rocky time. When I tell Rocky you, time. as soon as that, so we had the I game. I don't know how the song goes. So in the oh room boy. that we had the services, we had this giant projection. Oh, yeah. And right. The, and we had the game right. on the screen. So as soon as Tennessee made that field goal, I was just jumped up. I was like, oh, it feels like 98 in here, boys. And everyone was I tweeted that out. Uh, I think it was like the first. I think it was when the um, that uh, Alabama player touched the punt. That was so weird. It. That was so stupid. That was so, so weird. weird. And then Tennessee scored and went up. You know, twenty one to was it twenty one seven at that I point? I think it was time? twenty. I thought that made it twenty eight to. I don't. For, it, I they went up to whatever. Yeah. And I tweeted. I was like, oof. I can't believe that just happened. Feels like 98. My dad was like, because apparently my father, shout out executive producer Ron, shout out. gets all of like my, uh, <laughs> gets all of my tweets. Really? Like, sent to him. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, what does feels like 98 mean? I was like, it's the last time that the Tennessee Volunteers won a natty. I was, in football, in college football. I mean, shout out to your dad so, for having your tweet notification. Like? I guess. I think he follows like 30 people. Okay, shout out to him. He, might, he low key might have it on for all people. Pretty sure know. I'm one of them as well. He's a stalker. He probably gets really confused by my tweets. Low key, hey. I hope he's not following me because yeah. I'd be retweeting all types. <laughs> Yo, you're saying? <laughs> I, maybe not as crazy as you, but uh, uh, but also all the stuff I retweet is funny to me at least. Obviously, because I it's retweet interesting. it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, sure. it is. That is for sure. Oh my gosh! Oh, he's Great looking. podcasting right here. Oh, he's Great. looking. He's Great looking. Podcast. Can we talk about how kind of like lit my dad's um, handle is? What's his handle? It's at the Indie Hoosier. Okay, how did you get that? Don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good. 20, actually, twenty twelve, it was available. My father's following. <laughs> how many people did I say? I think my dad's following thirty. Thirty four. Nice. Uh, that boy stalking. Colts, the NFL, Josh, myself. Um, Myself, Huntsville, like the the Department of Transportation, <laughs> the Morgan County Sheriff's Office, of Decatur City, Decatur, City Alabama, Trash Pandas. Uh, the Salt Lake Bees, which I assume is a, is the AAA affiliate of the. Okay, it's the AAA affiliate of the Angels. Um, so there's that. Um, this is not too many people. The Rocket City Trash Pandas, the Young Podcast, Applebee's Bar and Grill. <laughs> He wants to know when them specials the, Yeah, are those promotions. Out. All right, I yep, see yep, you. Yep, I, yep, see yep, you. Yep. I see you there, sir. Uh, tonight Reds, no surprise. MLB. Of course. Um, uh, and, and Calvary Assembly amongst uh, some other people who are, like, friends. That is... Did he unfollow me? Am I not on the list? Uh, I think you are. That's very efficient. I, I need Now I need to know if I'm on the list, if I made it. 
Uh, I would imagine. No, you are. You're on the list. There we go. I'm on the no, list. No, it. Most of those people, aside from myself and like maybe Applebee's, don't tweet a ton. So very efficient of him. Good for him. That His is, Twitter is probably very funny. clean whenever he opens it's it. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. It's got to be. Yeah. Can we just say for all the people crying about the officiating or whatever? It's about dang time. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you don't like it when the flags are thrown on you all of a sudden, huh? You don't like it. It's not fair when there's a level playing field. It's like once NIL became like a thing, you know, everyone's getting paid now. It's like, hey, it's, it's a level playing field for everyone yep, now. So yep. it's like, you know what? You don't like it. There might be a couple bad calls on y'all. Oof. You don't, you don't like that. Crazy. That they, don't, is, they don't like that gospel. They don't like it. That like is that how uh, football works, isn't it? In a wild turn of events, <laughs> yeah. if you commit a foul and a referee throws a flag on you. Even for more, everybody complaining about you know the interception thrown that they called the pass interference, it was late. It was still pass interference. No matter how you want to, what way you want to make it look like, it was pass interference. Granted, they called it late. Whatever. That was the correct call. The call was the call. The call was the call. They made the call. Maybe, who knows, maybe the flag was stuffed way down in his britches. He couldn't get to it. Who maybe, knows? Maybe. And he didn't want to look weird, you know, whatever. Just Even yeah. more outrageous to think that, you know, the officials are going to lean towards the home crowd. You know, even more wild to think that, huh? Yeah. Anyway, I don't even know if that was the case. It wasn't really. I thought it was pretty. I think Tennessee got the harsh end of the officiating at some points. Yep. And so did Alabama. So I there, mean. there was a hole um, when Alabama had that hole. Like they they marched down the field and they're they're on the the three yard line and then you know they got a couple penalties and they got pushed back and then mm-hmm. they they were like uh, seventeen and goal or something like that and there was that pa- pass interference that was called in the end zone. This is like fourth late fourth quarter. There's a pass interference in the end zone, and they called it on Tennessee. But if you look at the replay, the guy on Alabama just had an all-time Oscar-winning performance where he somehow drugged the Tennessee uh, back guy mm-hmm. down while also making it look like the other guy drug him down. I've also never seen a team get away with holding more in my life. <laughs> it's pretty egregious. <laughs> pretty freaking egregious. But yeah, I feel like we're talking very negatively about this game. Can we talk about just how good oh, the game was? Freaking. Like just objectively, that was one of the better football games I've whoever, ever seen in my life. Whoever bet the over, congratulations! Congratulations, you made yourself some Jeez. money, big fella. It was a freaking shootout. I don't know why we even had defenses on the field. No, yeah, no. Alabama's defense is not like the Alabama defense of old anymore. You, oh. can, you, you can store points on this defense. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had a lot of Alabama fans for the past couple of years actually be like, the defense just doesn't feel like our defense, like what it should be, especially the last two seasons, obviously. You mean to tell me you, this defense doesn't feel like the best defense in, of all time in yeah. college football? I apologize. That, that is your absolute standard. Hey, bro, now that paying players is legal, man, they can it's go crazy. wherever they want to now. It's crazy. They, can go wherever they, they might want to go to Miami. You as long know. as they're in, you know, power five conference, they, they will get drafted. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was, I mean, Tennessee came out hot, red freaking hot, mm-hmm. red hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Alabama was kind of struggling. They went for the jugular for sure. Alabama was struggling for a second and then they turned it on. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And that's when it got exciting. I was, uh. I was at Jonathan Sports Bar in Madison, and it was so. No so free shout outs. It was definitely. None. It was more like seventy-five Alabama 
and then 25% Tennessee. Like, they were Tennessee fans. Yo, anybody that has ever been gifted any Tennessee gear, purchased Tennessee gear, liked Tennessee for any amount of time, was head-to-toe orange, screaming. I've never candy. seen so many daggum Tennessee fans on my Instagram, exactly. by the way. Exactly. Um, it's like, wow, they do exist. Yeah, I know, exactly. They're, y'all been in hiding. They're like those cicadas that come out like once every 12 <laughs> years. <laughs> they, didn't like, even, oh, they didn't even show up for the men's basketball SEC championship. Anyways. It's been hibernating the last 16 years. That's not the point. The point is, is that basically the whole game, it was pretty even on the cheers, the excitement, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Obviously, you got 28 to, what, 7 at one point or 28 to 14 or something, something like, that. like that. But the game, like y'all said, was a shootout, and Josh Heupel – Put on a masterclass. It's, yes. so, it's just frustrating to see. It's like him and Harson getting hired at the same time. Yeah, it's like where one guy brought the program, elevated it so high, and then the in other two years, it's it's a year and a half. Really, yeah. um, that style of play, that fast style of play, having to hand in Hooker, obviously, who's one of the more that talented, had one of the more talented him. quarterbacks in the SEC. I mean, one of the most five. That's just me being yeah. generous. Yeah. Uh, just a master. I mean, it was just a master class. They um, obviously they had Alabama has Kool Aid, their best cornerback, best defensive back, or whatever. They kept them on one side of the field, and they did not throw it on that side of the field. That's how you Smart, take some, right. That's how, it's simple. It's genius. How come nobody's ever thought of that before? Mm-hmm. And then boom, now you have your uh, now you have Hyatt, you know, getting what two hundred ninety six yards or how many yards? Something like and that. And then a school Four record, yeah, a school record touchdown. Um, and Hunting Hooker's just having another great game. Uh, and now you're eight and zero. You're number three in the in the standings. Heisman, Heisman, potentially Heisman Hooker. Uh, it's incredible. It Tennessee. is. A, it's very exciting. Can you imagine if they like end up like winning out or whatever up until like the Heisman or just losing one game, mm-hmm. and a Tennessee player wins the Heisman? I don't. That's wild. Would be absolutely wild scene. That would be crazy. I know this preseason in a lot of the uh, charts, Tennessee was. They're talking about them in the SEC. Yes, like number number three, maybe number two. Now it looks like they can win the whole SEC, which is here's where it gets very change. fascinating. Because I was thinking about this. There's a scenario where Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee potentially could all make the playoff. Yes, and here's how that looks: Alabama wins out and wins the SEC championship. Correct. Tennessee beats either. It would have to be how would it have to be? I I just had this in my head. Georgia beats Tennessee in a very close game. Right. Georgia goes and it's Bama, Georgia. Then Bama wins in a close game against Georgia. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, huh. Mm-hmm. This is so now you have these three teams. And depending on if like Michigan or and or Ohio State get one to two losses. Yep. Yeah. Then the winner. And then at that point you can't put an undefeated Clemson in no. against Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama at one loss. You just cannot do it. Because whoever I agree. whoever Clemson plays or they're getting they're blown gonna out of water. Absolutely embarrassed. Yeah, they're gonna get blown absolutely out of water. Absolutely embarrassed. Absolutely, because so. it's like it's a, it's legitimately the top three or uh, programs in the in the country right now. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, they're they're all you know they all have one loss um, to each other to each yes. other. So especially and like especially granted last year the SEC championship Alabama I think won by like thirteen or fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it could be just like a one store, if all these games end up being by like one store or less. Yes. This one went down to the wire. Georgia, Tennessee goes down to the wire. Yeah. And then Alabama, Georgia, Georgia goes down to the wire. Yeah. Why not? Let's, bro, put them all in. Put them I'm, all I'm, in. I'm there for that. I'm here for that. Probably, it'll in. probably be something like Georgia at one, Alabama at two, Tennessee at four, or something like that, I would think. Or something. And then if Michigan beats uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State yeah. yeah. 
Or if Ohio State wins out, they'll be one and two and three will be Alabama. You know, I don't. There is a there is a reasonable reason to think that for, for where sure. we're at right now. I have it with Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee and Ole Miss, and now that Kentucky's quarterback is back, Will Levis, mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, even you know one to two loss Mississippi State looking good. Oh, absolutely. One to two loss LSU starting to pick things up. Yep. It's like yeah, where where the SEC is going right now. It's Scary it's hours. a rocket ship. Scary yeah. hours. It's a rocket ship. Yeah, no. We uh, obviously bring in the most money compared to every conference, and well, it obviously. is showing. It is showing. Well, sure. partially, it, halfway, it's because the SEC objectively has the best programs. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, we bring in the, the most fans. The best programs, you know, period, and mm-hmm. the best programs, mm-hmm. you know, on aggregate, too. Yeah. So, and even for, you know, teams like Missouri. Mm-hmm. Like dedicated fans, yeah, super oh, no. dedicated. If fans. Missouri went back to the Big Twelve, they'd be very, very, very successful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. it's it's a situation where it's like, yeah, the SEC came to play. It's also oh. crazy that I mean, other than their loss to App State, where Texas A and M is at at three and three, even like if they're in any other league, five and one, like worst case scenario. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, absolutely where we're at right now, it's crazy, especially with how the transfer portal is set up. You have someone like Jameer Gibbs who dominated at Georgia Tech last year, and then he's Gibbs able to then go the, to the next season, play immediately to the, what what many consider as one of the top teams, yeah. of course. At, at and Bama. now he's going to be a first round draft pick. Facts. He is a freak. He's insane. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting go. as the uh, as the, the next month uh, month and a half of college football goes college on. College football is just getting better and better as the year goes on. Yeah, it's getting better and better, and it's coming. We're like already halfway through, and it, it's which makes disgusting. me very sad. It's disgusting. I will say, <laughs> there's <laughs> not there's it. not much. I mean, like an Auburn win, but like and something about an Alabama loss that's just good for the soul. Something about an Alabama loss because it's like it's the quote from every time like they lose oh, or, or it's close. I get the I rem- think of the quote from Iron Man two when they ask, um, "What's the freaking what's the guy's name?" The um, Electro, oh, uh, uh, Ivan, Ivan Vanko. Ivan Vanko. They say he's he's like John Hammer's. Like why? Like why would you do this? Why? And he goes, if you could make God bleed, then people would cease to believe in him. It's like if you can make Alabama bleed, then yeah. people will cease to think that. I thought you were going. Alabama's really starting. I mean, Alabama. They were they were ready. They were ready to bleed the last couple of weeks, and now yep. it, now that it happened, like, I thought you were going to hit us with the. Whenever Al- whenever Alabama loses in anything, which makes you anyways, the fans post to us every Saturday. Whenever we lose, oh, it's yeah, just yeah. another Saturday roll tide or whatever. Whatever, 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 whatever we say, win, it's just another. And Saturday. the amount of crying I've seen on social media, I love it. And then the also the, about the refs, I love it. And so then the much. amount of good game volunteers. Man, y'all know y'all. Shut up. This fake sportsmanship. Get out of here. There's no moral victories. Get out of here. There's no moral victories whenever other teams lose, but then when you guys lose. Yeah. Shut up. Golly. Anyways, it's uh, it was good to see. It was good to see Tennessee win for sure. Seeing those fans rush the field. Shout out to my homie who was there. Uh, He rushed the field. He was having a good old time. Awesome. Shout out to our homie who will remain nameless. Shima. Shima. Uh, I don't know that he rushed the field, but he got on the field. He got on the field. He got on the field, and it was he um, been friends with him for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. And I remember, 
you know, it's one of those conversations. It's just one of those conversations that you have in the first 30, 40 minutes of meeting somebody in the South. So, you know, who, who you pull for? Oh, absolutely. And he, he drops Tennessee, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh boy. And uh, <laughs> I asked him uh, a week prior at church. I was like, hey, man, what you doing on uh, – where you where you watching the game next week? What you got planned? Thinking, you know, maybe have some people over, watch the game. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to be in Knoxville at the game. Nice. I was like, dude – that definitely beats the plans I was thinking. You go freaking enjoy it. I hope they have win. a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So, shout out to him. Shout yeah. out to, him. Shout out to so. the goalpost too, by the way. Shout oh. out to the goalpost. <laughs> I hate the fact that everybody is throwing a foo foo like, oh, Tennessee, they're so dumb. They picked up their own goalposts, whatever, and now Tennessee's asking. Like, yeah, Tennessee's asking for donations. They don't need it. They don't need it. Can we can we break this down for a second? Oh, please do, because I already know what you're about to say. So, the SEC slapped Tennessee with a $100,000 fine. Ooh. $100,000. Pocket change. Three students, four years worth of tuition. Pocket change. Three. Lint. You saw the number of kids Dust. on that field. Let's say that only 25%, which is, is probably way more. Let's say 25% of those kids on that field were actually Tennessee students. Yes. Yeah, I think they got the dough to pay for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the dough to pay for it. And now yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, hey, we need goalposts. Can y'all... T-? That's just like a marketing thing. That's all yeah. it was. They, they got, I, I would be willing to bet that they had a spare set of goalposts <laughs> tucked away somewhere. I bet everywhere. Because it's just like, it's logistics. Yeah. Like, at one least one just set. just in case things. You just never it's know. It's just like... You might need one. You never know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like an NBA game. Somebody dunks and breaks one of the, the backboards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Breaks the rim. Yeah. Breaks the rim. Guess what? They got another one ready. And also they can just fix it there because that's how that stuff works. They can just fix it there. So, yeah, I, I it's bothering me the people that are like trying to use this as like, oh, yeah, they're so immature. They stole it the field. Is, like it was something that they did 15 years ago last time they won. Yes. It there was are going Tennessee, to happen. There are Tennessee fans out there who are – Teenagers that do not remember beating Alabama. They've no. never they've never been alive for. No. And then there are kids that are probably been that are at Tennessee right now and they do not remember them beating Alabama. For sure. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Um it's tradition. So, get over it. Football is football. It's American and let's football. Let's be Come honest. On, let's be honest. If it really came down to money, which it wouldn't, but if it really came down and they were like, We need some money, I guarantee you. I can think of one right off the top of my head. Uh, I'm sure Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, alum, Tennessee alum would have no problem. That being ESPN like, money is different. Cause here's here's the two G. I don't even know how much a, a set of uh, SEC compliant goalposts are. Fifty thousand pop. I think that's egregiously high. But just so two hundred thousand dollars. I have. I think that that nationwide um, money. Hits. Peyton Manning would have no problem being oh, yeah, like. No, here's the here's the two Gs. All he does have to make an appearance at some Dick Sporting Goods in Knoxville and boom. Literally. There you yeah. go. Literally. So, um, but also that's kind of cynic Josh being like, y'all yeah. need to get over it. Like, yeah. it's marketing. It's just to stay in the spotlight. Yeah. So. Uh, well, that was that rivalry. Another rivalry uh, that actually uh, reconciled this shoot. weekend. Broke the internet. Now, I don't know about your internet or Walker's internet, but it was a lot. I saw it on my post. Currently, HQ1 does not have internet. So oh, uh, my phone is very aware so of the, that. So the internet oh. is... <laughs> it's bare bones. It's bare bones. It's, I don't know. Str- it's struggling. I'll say that. How about... Um, but yeah, so Selena Gomez was photoed with Haley Bieber. 
Oh. At an event, the Academy Museum Gala, a couple nights ago. Like Academy Sports and Outdoors? No. Oh. Funny joke. That's all what you tried. But, uh, but you tried it. I tried it. You tried it. But just the most random, unexpected duo to like take be photographed together. Seeing as there's such a toxic past with the both of them being flip-flops with Justin Bieber. That's got to be a weird conversation to come home to, though, right? When you think about it, somebody that, like, you've had such... I mean, they've just dogged each other on social media, written songs back and forth about each other. I mean, the conversations that have had to been had privately, just, you got to think, you know... Walter, I would assume, you know, before you and... Uh, your lovely girlfriend, whatever, decided to get married or whatever. You know, you've had conversations about your past before just to make sure. Yes, You know, yeah. Josh, you'd have the same whatever, I would assume, right? So I'm sure I'm sure there's been so, so many conversations that have been had over the years about how that relationship was and how, you know, you know, obviously you don't want to make the same mistakes or whatnot. Absolutely. But to then unite, especially with the husband not being there, with Bieber not being there. That's tough. All of a sudden, then the girls unite. Yo, I'd be terrified. I'd be like, what in the freak did they talk about? What in the freak was that? Now, do I think they talked about anything? or And was it just a photo out? Probably. But still, especially because Haley did a podcast a couple weeks ago. I think she did, like, Call Her Daddy or whatever. Where you're just, like, spilling all the tea yeah. on, like, that whole situation. Wild time. It's something that was unexpected uh, to wake up to a couple days ago and see. Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I have, if you put a gun to my head before we hit record on this podcast Dang. and said, Oh no. Name who has beef with Haley Bieber. One person. Who would you have said first off? Not a clue. Uh, no. Miley Cyrus. I don't know. Okay. That's a, that's a, okay. I, I did not know that they had beef. It's okay. But I, I, somebody I, on this dang podcast has to try to cater to women, Josh. I'm sorry, it's me. That's my cross I that have. That boy to bear. raised his voice. Sorry. <laughs> well, just, I saw, don't I don't saw, raise your voice. I'm going to continue with the conversation. I saw Josh's like, tone just changed immediately. Like, I don't give an F. Why is he talking about this? I, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't, but we're going to talk about it. Do you think that radio DJ hosts all exclusively talk about what they care about? No. Yeah, but their tone don't, doesn't change. That's that's why I'm different. <laughs> that's why I'm the goat, baby. I, I got oh, intonation. He is the, the goat. No, the goat. No. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I could, I can sympathize with. Now, I can sympathize with Justin because, because. in real life, if my wife ran into my former ex, or my ex, I guess she's my still, former would, ex would still be my ex. <laughs> uh, if she she ran into my ex, <laughs> and I saw them on, I saw a picture of them on Instagram. I would be like, oh, that's weird, but I wouldn't really think much of it. We'd be like, all right, we're, you know, committed relationship, we're good. Because I would, I would only be married to someone that, like, I could trust like that. Hollywood's different. Oh, no, it's mad different. So, it, I w- would imagine that it is the same vibe as if, like, you're just dating somebody for a couple of months, mm-hmm. and they run into your, your ex, and they're, like, chopping it up. Well, and especially you're like, oh. whenever the fans, like, the Bieber fans... Are as insane and as yes. such a large number as they are, and then the Selena fans, which are just as passionate. What and crazy. kind of crossover? They basically, you think there hate is each there. other, right? So there's two be- two fan bases. So there's no, it's not really a crossover. No, it's two fan bases that actively hate each other. Yes, actively hate each other. So it's like think about it this way: it's like any 
other artists or whatever. It's like whenever Katy Perry and Taylor Swift had beef. Sure. But not as big. Like, no, it's bigger that than that because it's like they then they did a couple songs jabbing at each other and then they're like, all right, whatever. But that's for the numbers. That's kind of the both numbers. of their brands. Is yeah. Like, yeah. But like, so uh, just as why, a reference, watch the Taylor slander because they will come for you. But that's, like not, um, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's that, but it's even bigger. Oh, yeah. No. Like, this has been like years. Was it Taylor or Adele that we listened to like her new song on the. It was Taylor. It was Taylor? Okay. Adele. I like Taylor. Adele is. We can't, I think, we can't slander Adele. I us. think I like both of them. I think Taylor had released uh, like a oh, ten minute version yeah. of one of her songs, and Adele had dropped a new album. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it was. That's what it was. But yeah, yeah. So Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But wow, I'm I'm very out of touch. This is <laughs> okay. What 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 is what is like uh, come of it? Do we have anything that's come of it, or is it still kind of like all? It's basically what it is. All we just know the situation, and we're waiting for whatever to happen to happen. Here's the it's thing. that, yeah, and everybody reacting like Nick, being like, "Oh, this, oh, that's, that's a big deal. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. That's kind of a big deal because, like, I mean, I've literally seen stuff on my Twitter being like, like Haley Bieber will be talking, and Selena fans will be like, she sucks. It's just like, yeah. So here's here's the thing. So the article that the first thing that I saw, because I bookmarked it, so I wanted to remember to talk about it. The very first comment under it, Josh. As well, hey, look at Selena taking a photo with a homeless person. Um. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Twitter so, fingers. Really the next crazy. one, Selena's so nice, even to the waitress. Yeah. No, that's this is Josh. This is serious. Wow. Are you not on this? Are you not on like celebrity Twitter? No. Un- unfortunately, I am sometimes, and it's like it's in your pretty interesting. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's it's, it's a little funny. funny. Nope. Nope. That is crazy. And then, vice versa, I love how Haley always takes time with her fans. And so then, it's like I'm saying, it's the two fan bases just like, <laughs> see, that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> it's funny. To that's me why it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I know. It's funny. Wow. Like, it sounds like. Two fan bases that hate each other. It sounds like a hallmark of being just a toxic person is that you are kind of a stand of one of these two people. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah. It's like, if you're a toxic person, you are either a, a Selena or Justin Stan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it just is. Yeah. It is what it is. It just is. Wow. That is... Like, another comment, Selena was held at gunpoint. <laughs> like that's... It's just ridiculous. So, it's like, hey, you know what? Shout out. It just makes it... It's entertaining, because it's... Legitimately, it's too... First off, nobody ever thought that would happen. And then second, it's two fan bases that have actively just been at war with each other for since I don't even know. Oh yeah, I know. It's been time because they've been probably married. ten years. They've been married forever, not forever, but, but for a but decent like, like two years, right? Yeah. Three years, four years. Well, I think years. about it as on and off as Bieber and Selena reportedly were. Like that's like ten years of just the, her fan base hating him, and then like acting like they love him, hating him, and it's the same thing with his fan base. So it's just you know. It's always entertaining when like fan bases go at each other. It's hilarious. It's it's funny because it's like y'all are so passionate about people that don't give two rips about you. Sorry. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, you, you just like me for real. Sorry to burst your bubble, but Nick, you just like me for real. I think it's all kind of they don't they don't care. They do not care. For people that are like, ah, oh, you you t- you saved my life. First off, only Jesus saves lives. Second of Facts. all, second of all, they don't know you and they don't care. I'm sorry, but. It is what it is. I know what you're probably thinking, too, listener. What about you and your sports heroes? 
We do not care. They don't care, care either. We they do don't care. care. Hey, bro, we hey, do not care about you're, them. You're, I'm Steph Curry's number one fan. Bro, you're seven years old. Nobody cares. Oh, shoot. He coming after the seven-year-old. No, I'm the coming children. for the, chi- the children. The, the children. The children need role models to look up to. <laughs> the children. Yeah. Read your Bible. Read your, um, read your Bible. Put your um, role models in there. Uh, Creed 3 trailer came out today. Creed 3 trailer dropped today. I saw it. Nick sent it to me. Um, didn't First things first, didn't even know that they were working on a Creed 3. Now found out that they... Or, yeah, so it's actually Michael B. Jordan. It's going to be... Uh, I, yeah, I saw it produced director, by Michael B. Uh, Jordan. Produced and directed right. by Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Sylvester Stallone has nothing to do with this movie. He's yeah. not in the movie. He's, or, I think, does they kill him off, you think? That, uh, probably. Because he's, you he's like, had cancer the last two. But you can't have a Creed Rocky movie and not have Rocky in it without it being weird. So they probably... Yeah. yeah. And they showed like a, a split second of like what looks like Michael B. Jordan like at, at a, a funeral. funeral. Mm-hmm. So, so it had to be, yeah, it had to be him out. Rocky. It yeah. had to be him out. They need... But he's not in it at all, so... Um, that the storyline is like the guy that Michael B. Jordan was friends with got arrested as a kid, as like, a kid, like childhood friend, like childhood friend. Uh, I guess also a boxer was like childhood, like the best of the best as a as a kid, and then went away to jail for prison years, state penitentiary, federal prison for uh, eighteen long years, and then got out, and then uh, you know Creed didn't uh, you know recognize him at first. He's like, oh shoot, that's my that's my friend. Um, and I guess the entire 18 years in prison, he was doing some, you know, speed bad work, some heavy bag work, you know, kind of keeping in shape because he came out and is wanting to show people that he's a legit boxer. So, um, that's the most like quote unquote prison, uh, like prison swole I've ever seen. Yeah. I've ever tried to make anyone. I just say I've never seen a man that huge. The premise <laughs> of now this is just from the trailer. The premise of the movie of him, like being better than, uh, uh, What's what's his first name? Adonis. Adonis. Then Adonis in the movie, like being like he gets out of prison and he's like, I'm still a better boxer than you, Which is just world champion. An insane. Statement. It's like <laughs> I, I don't care if you were in prison with uh Mike with, Tyson. with Mike Tyson. You're not gonna be a better boxer because he's got the you know he's Adonis, been trained by Rocky Balboa. He's, a he's been trained by Rocky Balboa, but B he's he's had proper recovery, proper nutrition, proper Everything. Proper money, too. Proper money, bruv. Um, so Think about it, too. That, that is Somebody absurd. that's been in jail for 18 years, they don't have the stamina to last more than a couple rounds in the ring, probably. Oh, yeah. So, honest. I would think so. So there's all that. Um, outside of that, like, one kind of big kerfuffle, that one big fold in, in the plot, the movie looks good. I, I think it's going to be... It's going to be kind of reminiscent of uh, Rocky Three with Clubber Lane and uh, T Pain. Um, I think it'll Why, be kind of. Why does his opponent's black, Josh? Wow. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Can't can't say it's because of that. <laughs> no, because it's like a uh, the the opponent kind of comes out of nowhere and is you know hardened by like I pity know, the fool. Or, he, he pities the fool. Sorry. They guys. should have. Club- <laughs> They should have T. Is T Pain still alive? Not T Pain. I'm T Pain. You know he me. said T. Dick. I want you to know he said T Pain, and I was Mr. like, T. Mr. And I was T. looking at, it, I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm wait a second. <laughs> T was correct, not Mr. T, but not T Pain, but Mr. T. Mr. T. They should have Mr. T be like his cut man or something. That would be cool if Mr. T just popped up. For oh, real. is he still alive? 
I believe I, so. I just asked that. Or I asked, what, T, is T-Pain still alive? I believe T-Pain Absolutely. is still alive. T-Pain is definitely still alive. Hey, prayers up for, for T-Pain and Mr. T if they're, if they're still around. God yeah, I hope you guys are both God, still kicking. I hope, I hope the Lord does great works in their life. It was uh, continuously. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore, too. No, uh, the, <laughs> I, the idea of the movie. So, with, with the exception of the guy coming out of prison being like, I'm still the best. I don't really love that. The rest of the movie, to me, looked good. I think it'll be... I, th- I think it has potential. It could either fall on its face or it could be really My good. problem with this movie, and I was telling Walker uh, a second ago before we started recording, is that the problem with this movie is that how the storyline is, it goes from this guy gets out of prison to basically fighting the world champion. Without having to do to, anything, basically. Other than like fighting one guy because he's that good. I was like, realistically, though, if we're being very realistic, Jake Paul has a better chance of being the world champion than this guy would. Of having yeah. be, being the world champion. Quickest route from nothing to world champion. We're talking probably, what, four or five years? Yeah. yeah. The qu- absolute and quickest. Bro, I really, That's with knowing people, too. Yo, bro, I yes. freaking want... I wish in the movie, and it didn't look like this unless they just hide him, because they claim the guy, uh, uh, Victor Drago, is supposed to be in the movie, too. Oh, oh shoot. Bro, I want them to fight each other. Can you imagine if he then, like, KO'd Victor Drago, and it's like, all right, Creed, my brother Creed's next. Yeah. That'd be insane. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a wild, be wild plot line. Are you guys of Are you guys fans of the first two movies, or do you first kind of Creed movies? I yes. thought they were great. Yeah, I, okay. I, I very much, I very much enjoy. That's a very old fashioned statement. Shout I out. love it. I love it. <laughs> um, I very much enjoy both of them. I think I like the first one better. Yeah. The second one, the last fight, I enjoy better. I, something about um, I don't I don't know the second one, like the middle chunky part. I just I don't know. The the training montage was okay, mm-hmm. but I also I like know. how you know how his training camp, which is supposed to be like nine to twelve weeks, they get through in like five minutes in the movie. At the beginning or the the one well, woman. I'm, I'm talking about like so the first time him and Jardo fight, mm-hmm. it's like all right, forget it. You know, I'm going to take this fight, and then they show him he's doing a couple interviews, a little yeah. bit of training, and then boom, the fight's here. It, you're you're very correct. Like we're talking like there, there should be six months between. Hey, we'll take the fight. Oh yeah, no, all right. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It's like we'll, we'll see you in Madison Square Garden or in Las Vegas or yeah. wherever it was next Tuesday in, in Grand, two yeah. weeks. <laughs> we'll be there. Basically, that's what happened. It's like, uh, oh shoot! Uh, but objectively, I am a fan of movies, sports. Obviously, sports movies in general. But I love yeah. a good boxing movies movie. like this, where it's like you you start from here and you work yeah. your way up to this big moment. The big moment happens. Pay off. Now, it's just still so funny them trying to make us believe that uh, Michael B. Jordan is a heavyweight. That is, is it yeah. still yes. it's like, like, maximum he can. He's like five eleven. Max he can get is like one eighty five, and that's yeah. Like, so it's just still absolutely insane. Jonathan Majors looks like he's two fifteen to two twenty. Oh no, this guy looks like he is. It's ridiculous. There's <laughs> nothing more wild than boxing movies being like these two guys are the same weight class. <laughs> They're both heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um whereas like Rocky Four, Rocky's sure. basically having to like jump into the Superman punch just to reach Drago. Yes. Know? It's like Yes, yes, yes. But they weigh the exact same. Yes. The exact same weight. Apparently. Um, I was going to say I'm sure in Russia, also to do. the average person they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know any different. They don't get it. They don't. But anyways, we're not average. We're above average, baby. We are. Let's go. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, no, I love me I love me a good sports movie. Love me a good sports drama. I'm sure. Good. I think it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we put up on Instagram today, and we're like, hey, what do people want us to talk about? We got a couple questions. So? We got some cues. We're going to give some A's. Peter, we might as well answer. Um, so the first set of questions, um, there's things to talk about. The Braves going down in the NL 
the National League Division Series. RIP. RIP. Yeah, I mean. That happened. When you give them four early day games, when you're the world champions, first off, that's just mad disrespectful. People are like, <laughs> well, they're like, well, but still, you know, that's so that the teams on the West Coast can do it. It's like bull crap because the Yankees have had all primetime games. Like, whatever. It is what it is. That's – even though I think it's ridiculous they could never, like, win during the day. But still, it's sad. It's right now it's, – it's, it's, it's the season of the underdogs in the postseason right now. That's what I it guess. seems like. With the Dodgers going out, the Braves that going out, wild. and the Yankees fighting for their lives tonight in game five. Yeah. Um, to me, to be fair, I – it is, obviously it sucked, but I did have hope that we could go back to back. But in reality, I didn't. Last year's team just felt there was something in the air. I don't know if that's just me being nostalgic, but going into the postseason, I felt way more confident about last season's team than this team. Uh, obviously, we had to come back all the way from how many games down were we from the Mets? It was like ten. Ten. Yep. We came all the way back to get to make the Nets go to the wild card. The Nets, the Mets, go down to the wild card. Um. And obviously that was exciting and all that stuff, but we'll say I don't know it, what was missing, but to me it didn't feel that crazy. Didn't it help that the Mets had one of the worst second halves of the yes, season? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, it did. Terrible. Um, Horrible, terrible, terrible. terrible man. It is what it is, but you know, uh, there's always obviously we got to rebuild a little bit, retool, not rebuild, retool a little bit. Well, when you get Jacob well, Degrom, yeah, 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 on the bump, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We can get Degrom and, yeah. and just re-sign Dansby. Other than that, I think we're fine with who they've got. Just got to retool just a little bit. And then yeah, Ozzy, I'll be playoffs. Yeah. We'll be fine. Also, the injuries don't help either, obviously. No. Anyways. Um, so, also, to combine that, um, so there will be another question with this person. I'm going to go to another question that was asked um, in that same vein. What bothers you the most in the MLB today? Bothers me most in the MLB today. Um, I'm going to say this, this is not going to be a popular opinion. Uh, I don't like the fact that the strategy is swing for the fences always. I I want to see bunts. I want to see small ball man. Technical. I want I want once you get a man on first with no outs. I want to see you bunt him to second. Yeah. I want to see you you know do what you can to get him to third, and then I want to see a sack fly, get him home. I, yeah. I want to see that. I you know I want to see good fundamentals. I feel like that. Uh, so that Mets series against the Braves uh, that was in New York in like early August. I feel like that's what the Mets were just killing it at was playing that small ball on offense, yeah. getting people to score, not trying to just hit all home runs. Because what happened? The problem with the Braves a lot of the times is they like led the lead in like solo home runs. Yeah, which is not a great stat. That's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a good stat. Not it's, productive. It's, yeah, no. no, no, no. I would rather. I would rather get you know three runs an inning. Just by or two runs an inning. Let's if you average one and a half runs an inning. Yeah. And you know you you don't get any home runs, no solo. You know you just get people on base and you get them home. Mm-hmm. I think you're good. Oh uh, yeah, because you're then you're getting like what twelve to fifteen runs on average. Yeah, it's hard to lose <laughs> when you're getting twelve to fifteen runs a game. Yeah. You let's average one nine. If you average one run an inning and you know nine innings, nine points a game, it's hard to lose. Yeah. Uh, I know for me, so mine was pretty much around what Josh was saying. Uh, it seems like baseball's kind of getting a little. St- it's more exciting now than it has in the last couple of years, but still a little stale to me in terms of the style of play because everybody plays yeah. the same. Um, and also, it's just one thing that is rough for the average 
baseball fan or not even baseball fan, just the average sports fan to get into baseball with is how long the games are, obviously. Yeah. And there's nothing we can really do about that. I know for me it doesn't truly bother me, but it is annoying, and they have worked on this, is seeing the pitcher take too long, basically. Yeah. Pitch. But they have worked on it, and it is better than what it was. Well, they got, like, sure. in the minors, like the trash band, is they have a, uh, a pitch clock. Yeah, exactly. So... If, now, aren't if, they about to introduce that? Yeah, they movie? are. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So the times of games will definitely be cut down for yeah. sure. And, yeah. And they're working. Well, also, I feel like with what you were talking about, Josh, now that the shift is being banned, I think yes. that will be a lot easier to execute. Yeah. There's not a man standing right there just waiting on you. As they're trying to hit it as hard between, as you, you know, second and first. So. Yeah, that's another thing that I like. I, I don't necessarily love is like when people go into the shift and you got professional athletes that get paid millions of dollars a year that can't just like – Put it on the other side of the field. Yeah. You are so bad. Historically, you are <laughs> so bad at putting it, you know, on one side of the field or the other. And I get it. If you're righty, you know, you, you go to right field traditionally. If you're lefty, you're going you to go to left. I get it. But you would think professionals getting paid millions of dollars a year, they would they would. Is that be also where a bunch are coming to play? Facts. Ron Robinson would be the biggest proponent. If you ever do the shift, just bunt it down the third base line. You know, take your first base, man. Shout out to all of my power hitters, but do better. Yeah. I, and I love, more than anything, just an absolute dinger. Just mm-hmm. absolute someone, power hitter just teeing off. It's exciting. Home run is one of the most exciting things in all of sports because there's, you know, the crack of the bat, and then everyone kind of stands up, and there's a full, like, two seconds of, quiet. of like, <gasps> is it going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to happen? It's kind of like the same thing of, like, watching a game-winning Kick, shout out, you know, Tennessee. Like the a game winning kick, except for you don't know when it's going to happen. Field goal. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. It, you, you don't know when it's going to happen. So, yeah. But like, I love more than anything is like, I love a nice double play. Mm-hmm. Like a, a little flip to second and it's satisfying. got him down at first. It's satisfying. Small ball. I feel like I double plays, even though they're hard work, they look too easy sometimes. Oh, no. Right. Baseball is definitely one of the sports where they make it look way too yes. easy. Yeah. Way yes. too easy. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem with the MLB is how they scheduled the world champion Braves <laughs> <laughs> all freaking day games. And they're like, they've earned prime time with how they've been playing too. Like they have earned prime yeah. time. Yeah. They've earned it. So I blame the market Do better. Size. Do better. Rob man fraud. Man fraud. That freaking guy. So, and then our last question, um, is cereal the superior breakfast food slash snack Item. Okay, can I can I step on the on the on the pedestal or whatever it is? Nope. The soapbox. The soapbox. Do whatever yes. you need. Y'all got to stop this madness. What cereal? Eating cereal. Who's I am. I am. I am anti. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not that I'm anti cereal, but I am as close to anti cereal as you can get. Mm. I just don't think. I no. I'm not. Ta- I, was, I looked at your eyes when I said that. To be fair, did that? Was that a little disrespectful the way I said that? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. No, you Let said me, it in a respectful way. Um. Just eat oatmeal. Mm-hmm. It's just healthier. Obviously, it's not as... Protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eat oatmeal, put some protein in it. Mm-hmm. T- hey, take some more time out of your day to crack open some eggs and get some protein in the one. Instead of just eating sugar. Right. Sugar flakes. Yeah. You're looking at me like you're upset. Are you upset at me right now? I love cereal. Okay. I respect it. It's one of my more favorite things in the world. Okay. And I'm and saying... As Nick... Nick me, what's my favorite breakfast? Uh, 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 Ed, I know, uh, how's, uh, what, uh, Eggs Benedict. So you're going to tell me that when you wake up, my favorite thing to make cereal and you feel fine after two hours, 
Let me finish. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm upset. Let me air this out. I'm upset. I'm sorry. Go ahead. My favorite breakfast. I love breakfast. Breakfast is phenomenal. I love eggs. My kind of like my go-to all-American breakfast is a couple eggs, either scrambled or fried, um, a couple strips of thick-cut bacon, some grits with plenty of butter and salt, toast with a little bit of apple butter on them. It's filling. Um, it's very filling. Very good. Very delicious. I love every ounce of it. Uh, I love having three separate drinks with me at breakfast. I love having an orange juice, a coffee, and a nice uh, um, water. Room water. Water. Um, but my favorite meal is Eggs Benedict. And if you've never had Eggs Benedict, it's phenomenal. It's beautiful. It's one, it's of, the best, it's one of the best things ever. It's it is incredibly time-consuming and tedious to make. So I need, to, I need that to be out there to understand that I'm not against the tedious and time-consuming task of making breakfast. Both of those, you know, the Eggs Benny is a little bit more time-consuming mm-hmm. than my All-American breakfast. My All-American breakfast I can honestly slap together in like five minutes if mm-hmm. I wanted to. But, 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 the question was, is cereal the best go-to breakfast slash snack? Now, there are plenty of days. There are plenty of Saturdays I'm waking up and I'm watching, turning on, boop, uh, college game day. One of my favorite things is a nice big old bowl of cocoa pebbles drowned, absolutely drenched in some whole milk. America. America. I love it. And I, I love it. You. And the question is, do I feel good after it? Absolutely not, Walker. Absolutely not. Okay. I don't. Okay. I won't. I'll, I'll admit it. I don't. And I don't do it often. Again, another thing. At night, when I get home, if it's like 1030 or whatever and I'm hungry or something, nothing slaps as much as a bowl of cereal. It's phenomenal. So, Emily Kiker would agree with you. Good. She eats. Sometimes she'll eat cereal for dinner. She's a good woman. She is. Now, I respect her for it. But daggummit, that just ain't for I, me. We are it in HQ1, and me. I aspire. I think this is one of my more realistic aspirations. I aspire. Have you ever watched the, the, the television show Seinfeld? Absolutely. Are you familiar with like the 27 boxes of uh, cereal? If you look in the background in the later seasons, he on his shelf, he has like just boxes on boxes on boxes of cereal. I aspire to do that. Okay. If you come over to my house and you say, Josh, I want some cereal. what do you have? And I say cereal, and they say, what kind? I can say whatever kind you like. Whatever you like. So I'm saying just go for it. Hey, man, just buy some. Gr- what uh, I'm saying is gr- grab some granola. Go to the store, grab some granola instead of getting that cereal. Get some yogurt. Put that granola mm-hmm. in the cereal. Yes. And have a pro- get a protein bar. Yes. Boom, that's a nice yes. breakfast. And drink some I'm, I'm here to say 99% of the time. Getting the the salad with a light dressing and grilled chicken on it is absolutely empirically better for you, and it, it doesn't taste bad. But every <laughs> once in a while, you want the spicy chicken sandwich. Yes, okay. You want the spicy chicken okay. sandwich. We can agree. And in this case, the cereal for me is the spicy chicken sandwich. It's not good for me. I know. I'm not trying to make it out to be good for me. I'm just trying to have a good time. And it's great. Okay. I just the one thing agree. I'd like to add to this uh, argument before we close uh, today's episode in prayer. She's okay. slightly, slightly joking. I mean, Josh, you want to pray? I'll say prayer. <laughs> um, shout out and all the free shout outs, because I don't know actually who brought them, but whoever freaking brought these like breakfast cereal uh, bars. That's like cinnamon toast crunch. It's like Reese's puffs, like bars to oh, yeah, fall campus past yeah, weekend. Yeah. 
God bless you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Those <laughs> things were so freaking good. I remember when those kind of like first came out, mm-hmm. and they were they were kind of mid when they first came out. I'm sure today, Bro, the ones but the had, ones that I had back they, in the they day used was, to be a lot thicker weird. and bigger. These were like tinier, like smaller. Good. They, bro, and they almost oh, like rice krispie so treats. Fr- They're pretty good. I love a freaking rice krispie treat. So freaking good. But these freaking cinnamon toast crunch ones. Oh, those. Oh dear God. I cannot lie. Oh my God. Those are bust. <laughs> those are so bust. So freaking good. I'm so again, whoever at Fall Camp brought those, God bless you. Bless you also get a, you. you get a shout out for me too, even though I wasn't there. Blessings yeah. on blessings on blessings. Facts. All right. all right, fellas, you got anything else you want to talk about? NBA is back. That's all I have to NBA say. NBA is back. I, Walker, I need to make a public apology. I told Walker mentioned that the NBA would be back, I said, and Nick <laughs> mentioned, uh, yeah, we're going to be recording at a house that doesn't have, first and foremost, doesn't have Wi-Fi, also doesn't have a television. Oh. Because, you know, we're under construction right now. It, it, um, we're on a construction site. And uh, I said, Walker, don't worry. I'll, I'll have my iPad and I'll hook it up to the uh, to the Wi-Fi. I left my house and immediately realized that I did not have my iPad and I was not about to turn around and go yeah, get it. So I apologize. Fine. No, it's apologize. fine. It's totally fine. It's totally okay. fine. Okay, okay. I'll watch the Lakers lose tonight. I look forward to it. Shout out. Facts. Shout out. 0-1-1. Oh, <laughs> 0-1-1 <and> <laughs> oh, oh, mentality. 0-1-1 yes. mentality. The Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers. Yes. Uh, you guys good? You got anything else? Can no. I grovel real quick? All right, everybody, this has been another episode of the GOAT Podcast. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, all the good things. We, uh, we're we going to be getting some stuff cooking. HQ1 is going to be bigger and better than ever. You know, it's going to help us out. It's going to push us forward. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make us be who we want to be. It's going to be great. So that's that. Uh, I'm going to pray us out. God, I thank you for this time in HQ1 together with my brothers in this podcast. Please have your hand on this podcast and just – you know, propel it forward as, as uh, a good form of Christian entertainment. Mm. We, uh, we receive that mantle and we do not wear it lightly. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. This has been the, the Go Podcast. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. I'm Walker Hurt. This is Be Blessed. Be blessed.